from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The first presidential debate was held in Cleveland last night. Tracy Townsend has more. The hallmarks of the debate, accusations, interruptions, and name-calling. I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him, too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting well, than that's he right, has. But he does plenty. Just a glimpse at what played out between President Donald Trump and Democratic nominee, former Vice President Joe Biden. That back and forth on topics, including the rising death toll of the coronavirus, when there would be a vaccine, the Supreme Court nominee, and of course, the Affordable Care Act. Thank you, Tracy. The vice presidential debate is a week from today. One part of the debate in Cleveland focused on Ohio specifically, but only briefly. ONN's Dave James has more. While debating the economy, Democrat Joe Biden said under the Obama administration, the auto industry in Ohio was saved following the recession, but President Trump took issue with him. Chrysler and General Motors, we brought him back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He blew it. They're gone. Going Ohio had the best year yeah. it's ever had last year. Michigan yeah. had the best year they've ever had. That is not Many true. Many car companies no, came in from Germany, from Japan. Not, no. Went to Michigan, no, went to Ohio. They're not having that. The GM plant in Lordstown closed last year, but a much smaller operation building electric pickup trucks is starting up there. Dave James, ONN News. And as Kevin Landers reports, protesters gathered near the debate site in Cleveland last night. Hundreds gathered in front of the Cleveland Museum of Art. I want the candidates specifically to talk about how they feel about black lives, police brutality, and defunding the police. I was a Bernie supporter. I don't really think Biden or Trump has a a good uh, vision for America. An army of police officers on bikes, on foot, and some on mounted horseback into the campus of the Cleveland Clinic. We saw one man led away in handcuffs after police say he was arrested for carrying a weapon. Others had skateboards and umbrellas confiscated because they could be used as as weapons against police. 300 members of the Ohio National Guard also helped keep the protest peaceful. Governor Mike DeWine has expressed his support of President Donald Trump, who won Ohio by eight percentage points four years ago, but he acknowledged yesterday it may be a lot closer this year. Yolanda Harris has more from him and also his predecessor. He spoke about the election during his COVID-19 news conference, and he had this to say. Well, I think it will be close, but I think he will win. So we'll see. But sure, Ohio is, is, is certainly in, in play. But I think the president will carry Ohio. We asked former Ohio Governor John Kasich, a Republican who is in favor of Joe Biden, who he thinks will win the state. I still kind of believe Trump will win Ohio, but it's interesting that both Iowa and Ohio have moved from declared to uh, to uh, really undecided. Now, the latest Quinnipiac poll puts them neck and neck at 48 percent to 47 percent. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio's ban on alcohol sales after 10 p.m. is now under review. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The ban was implemented in July to help slow the spread of the coronavirus by limiting late-night socializing. Governor Mike DeWine says he understands the hardship the ban has meant to bars and restaurants. I understand that 10 o'clock closing with alcohol off the table by 11 uh, is difficult and gets into the, directly in, into their bottom line. DeWine also said without providing details that he's talking with state lawmakers about aid for small businesses hurt by the economic slowdown. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
Requesting an absentee ballot by fax or email remains off-limits in Ohio, at least for now. An appellate court ruling delivered at least a temporary victory to President Donald Trump's re-election campaign in the critical battleground state. A three-judge panel of Ohio's 10th District Court of Appeals ruled late Tuesday that a trial judge's order requiring Republican Secretary of State Frank LaRose to allow the applications by fax or email could burden county election boards and pose a security risk to the fall election. Democrats had brought the suit and could also appeal. A shooting in a northeastern Ohio community has left two people dead and two others wounded. ONN's Dave James has more. The shooting happened yesterday afternoon in Painesville, 30 miles northeast of Cleveland. Police found three wounded victims in one neighborhood, while a fourth was found dead in a vehicle parked about a mile away. The wounded victims were taken to hospitals where one died later. It's not yet known what sparked the shooting. Authorities have released few details on the incident, citing the ongoing investigation. Dave James, I went in news. There were also two fatal shootings in Columbus yesterday. Angela Ann has the details. Someone shot and killed 25-year-old Jaleel Carter-Tate last night in South Columbus. Police say right now they do not have a suspect. Earlier on Tuesday, someone shot and killed a 15-year-old boy. Dewan Taylor was killed in broad daylight, and police say there was some sort of interaction with people in a car before someone in that car fired a gun at him. Officers say they are looking into a silver Chrysler 3 that they say left that scene right after the shooting. I'm Angela Ann. More than 100 employees in a northwestern Ohio school district will be back on the job this coming Monday. Kaylee Kirby reports. 122 service employees at Oregon City Schools will be working again after their Board of Education voted to reinstate them. This comes one month after they had been temporarily laid off because the district was starting the year virtually. Come Monday, Oregon City Schools will be heading back in a hybrid model. Some of those positions returning include bus drivers, cafeteria staff, and recess monitors. Superintendent Hal Gregory says the plan has always been to try to get all of their employees back by the end of the first quarter. Monday night's vote brings them back sooner. Kaylee Kirby reporting in Oregon. And an expert says that a flash that lit up the skies over parts of Pennsylvania and Ohio in the wee hours of the morning was most likely a random meteor. Many social media users around the Pittsburgh area reported seeing a streaking fireball shortly after 4 o'clock this morning. It remained in the skies for a short time before disappearing from view. The American Meteor Society says it received more than 200 reports of a bright fireball. An official with the nonprofit says it was probably a random meteor not associated with any known meteor shower. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 